and a warm welcome to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. We're your hosts. My name is Chloe. And I'm Joe, and we're a mother and daughter duo. This show is for all of those that are interested in Feng Shui, including those with no previous experience, but would like to learn how you can improve your life and your successes even more than you're doing already. That's right. This is the show for you because we're going to be breaking down the secrets of feng shui, making the principles much more accessible. This is so you can make your good luck better and make your bad luck smaller. And we're going to discuss how to do that with all the other interesting facts and features of feng shui and everything in between. I hope you enjoy listening. Hello, and welcome back to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. This is episode 41. How are we going? I don't think you're recording. We are recording. I can't see the recording. the 41st episode. But is it recording? Yes, we're 17 seconds in. (laughs) (laughs) Is this a new bit? (laughs) Well, it's better than Poxy Leslie. (laughs) What were the votes on Leslie? Oh my god, that was so funny. Do you know what? The last time I checked, the only people that voted, which was voted yes and voted no, were you and me. (laughs) (laughs) And I thought that was so funny. I was just like, oh. Poignant, one would say. That's so funny, isn't it? Yeah, because I voted for it. I was just like, go on, Leslie, I'll help you out. And then I went on it just to like check out after that. And I was just like, oh, one other person's voted. Oh, it's you voting no. And I was like, wow. So I'm going to say, Leslie, no! join. <laughs> I will bring out my big sex, what they call them. Something that makes a big noise. Hi, Joe. No! <laughs> Hello and welcome back to Smashing Secrets Feng Shui. I feel like my voice has changed a little bit. I feel like less of a gremlin and a little bit more American. I don't really know. Hang on. Uh, let me... Wait a minute. I don't remember. Uh, how does she sound? See, that's, that's the hex Hello. of it all. Hello, this is Leslie. No, it's so Hello. creepy. Don't do it. Hello, I'm Leslie. I'm going straight into you in your ears. Or no, Joe Chloe. just had a glug of red wine. Is anybody else enjoying a red wine? <laughs> red, red wine. <laughs> oh, I saw them. <laughs> I saw them in concert. They were excellent. Really? Yeah, many moons ago. Wow. So, my beautiful, gorgeous darling, how are you today? I'm good. Yes, we've just had a two-hour session beforehand of <laughs> planning things, and I am feeling a little bit wiped out, but um, it's okay. I'm I've glad got... I have that effect on you. It's all about vitality and rejuvenation and positivity. Yeah, I've used, I've used that all up. <laughs> what do you do afterwards? <laughs> you have a cuddle with your mama. Uh, well, how can I do that if you're over there and I'm over here? Just close your eyes. Use your imagination. I had such a long-ended dream last night. There was like, so mum lives in Surrey and our family, like some of our family lives in Harlow. And they're like, the Elizabeth line was involved, which is like a tube line that we've got here. Um, there was like, I had to, so I was on like a two-week holiday. And then I was asked to look after a hamster, two guinea pigs, <laughs> some porpoises, which are dolphin-related, um, and some other things. And I just thought, like, I'm, Have you I'm been trying to be cheese? on holiday. <laughs> I don't know if I had any cheese before. Oh, I made a really nice meal yesterday, actually. Okay. Guys, can you can you tell that I've got Gemini in my account, my 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 brain, my what's it called? Not my account, <laughs> my chart. <laughs> my brain is just like. Pew, pew, pew. Chloe yeah. has been hiding her drinking of red wine. <laughs> uh, I haven't I haven't drank in a while. I haven't drank in like at least a month. But yeah, yesterday I made a um, peanut butter um, orange chicken thigh tray bake. It was so good. It was like Thai food kind of vibe. It was so tasty. Honestly, I'm so excited now to actually go downstairs and eat some. I hope there's some left over because I am really looking forward to eating that. Hang on a minute. Peanut butter and orange juice. Yeah, I juiced three oranges and marinated with like orange 
um, cumin, onion, ginger, garlic. Uh, what else did I put? A peanut butter. Wow, where did you get that, the idea? I followed this, like, food website thing, and I've been, like, following their recipe for, like, a whole week now. And What's it's it called? Really I'm going to look into that. It's called Mob, M-O-B, shout out Mob. Shout out Mob, or is that the name of... So Mob no, Recipes. That... <laughs> 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 wow. Well. <sighs> She's called Mob Mom. Mob my mom. goodness <laughs> mob mum you think you're so funny if I put in mob I'll get a picture of a load of angry people yeah just maybe type in like <laughs> mob recipes <laughs> anyway um, so in answer to your question yep I'm good how are you <laughs> well do you know I'm pretty good I've um I'm Really enjoying this glass of red wine. Thank you for pointing it out. Oh, I can yeah. hear Theo. Can everyone hear Theo? Just to make sure he really wants attention. Can everyone? Can everyone hear him loud and clear? So he's Let getting his in. wish. N- no, give I'm not him, him some in. love. No, because he's going to jump on the desk and it's being blah, blah, blah. anyway. <laughs> so, mother, what are we going to be talking about today? Well. We had a couple of people uh, write in asking about wealth and prosperity. So I thought, why not? Let's talk about how feng shui can help boost opportunities to increase your wealth and prosperity. Well, certainly using how feng shui can help you, how how using feng shui, using your – let's not forget, feng shui is about your environment. So how can your environment help you get rich? Because when you look outside of your window, is it immediately apparent that that's going to introduce wealth and prosperity? No. So it's a sort of a big sort of concept to consider. But in actual fact, your environment can help you increase wealth and prosperity by making you more aware of your opportunities or maybe stimulating the energy around you in your environment so that there's more opportunity to increase the wealth and prosperity. Does that make sense? Yeah, you want to create a harmonious, balanced environment. You do, but you also want to focus your intention on increasing your bank balance. You want more money. That's the focus. That's the intention. How did you know that? Because <laughs> <laughs> we're sort of skirting around the edges. We're being the polite. The secret's out. <laughs> the secret's well, this is about smashing secrets. So the, the secret of wealth and prosperity in feng shui ha, is not so straightforward as many um, basic levels, beginning levels. In So there's lots of levels, basically. You've got a beginner's level where you look at the bagua. And the bagua says, basically, the bagua <laughs> says the southeast. It's highlighted. It's an energy that specifically says wealth and prosperity. Remind us very quickly what a bagua is. So a bagua is, um, if you like, a template. It's it's one of the basic fundamental stages of, of the language of feng shui. So there's lots of things that will pop up time and time again. And um, in, in fact, the bagua is not a beginner thing. It's used in every level. So you do need to understand what the bagua is. And when, when we get a chance, we can pr- perhaps put it on the website or you can put it with, with I mean, our on meeting tonight. Yeah, exactly. So we'll give that. We are to working people. on a Patreon. We would love you to join our Patreon community. I'm sure Leslie would love to join in too. Uh, yes, forget Leslie. Leslie. I would. Joe, Joe, Joe would love you to join. We've got our <laughs> resident expert feng shui, Joe. <laughs> All those words came out wrong. We've got our <laughs> resident feng shui expert, Joe Russell, <laughs> telling you today. All about the Bagua, Joe. The Bagua is is one of the fundamental steps. So you've got the low shoe square, you've got the Bagua, you've got the five elements, yin and yang, um, uh, heavenly branch, uh, heavenly stems, earthly branches, and these are all the sort of language that you do need to become familiar with before you can start really looking at cures and enhancers, because 
uh, beginners, intermediary, advanced levels will all use the Bagua. And we'll look at the five element association of the Bagua, the numerical association with the Bagua, the, the stars that are interacting with the Bagua. So it's a, a lot of things to do with feng shui are about alignment, but there's like an onion, you've got many, many, many levels and you can become completely sophisticated and bring your intention to a laser pinpoint finesse. So you can, like acupuncture, you go straight to the centre of the problem or you can skirt around the edges, creating a more subtle effect, a more gentle effect, where the first step is look at the southeast sector of your home. And that's where we get the Bagua. So the Bagua looks at the eight directions. So you've got the cardinal directions, east, west, north and south. And then you've got the four intermediary directions, northeast, northwest, southeast, southwest. Each of those are very significant um, in terms of energy application. So you, you find out that they've got certain sensitivities to certain forms of energy. For example... In the south, that's associated with the fire element. The opposite is the north. That's associated with the water element. The east and southeast are, are energized or associated with the wood element. The west and the northwest are associated with the metal element. And the northeast and the southwest are associated with the earth element. So for today's topic, that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And we're going to sort of talk about other things that are related to wealth and prosperity and how you can enhance that energy in your home. So the first step is being aware of it. It's, it's being like transparent with yourself. It's, it's having an intention and, and working towards that intention. It's, on the, it's, it's at the forefront of your brain. It's something you want to do on a daily basis. Does that feel fair? Mm-hmm. So... If that's the case and you really feel it in your heart that you want more opportunity, you want to increase your wealth and prosperity, you want to bring in more money into your bank account in order to do more things. Okay, It's yeah. not just about money falling from the sky or winning the lottery, although that can happen. I mean, I'm not saying the clouds are going to rain down notes or dollars or anything, but you can actually use the energy of the stars to align yourself to be in the right place at the right time with the right people and pitch your idea or or however else the universe will work. But let's first of all be clear with their intention. Because if you're not focused and you're not clear with your intention, then how can the universe support you? How can the feng shui support you? Because I'm also this- going to just interweave, interspect, interject, that's the one. <laughs> And all the above. Uh, I was doing you, so well. I was on roll. If you are interested in finding out specific dates personal to you, because this is more general, I think, um, Mom offers 12 types of readings, one of which is finding dates. It's a date selection reading. So if you wanted what Mom is going on about, you can actually customise for you. Yeah, and actually that's so important because feng shui and, and what we're talking about is is very sensitive to time, time and space. So on a very basic level, feng shui is about your environment, the shape of the land, the lay of the land, the location of mountains and hills and streams and lakes and or roads on a more modern environment. Um, all sorts of things will give off a different vibrational energy. You look at your bardzi, you look at how sensitive you are to certain energies. For example, as a water person, the fire element is going to naturally increase my wealth and prosperity. As a metal person, such as you, you're going to prefer the wood energy. Whenever those stars, timing-wise, come along, such as March, really, for you, lucky for opportunities for increasing your prosperity so we look at the day master so that's the the heavenly stem of the day of your birth that can also be an insight to what's going on mm-hmm. so we look at so there's lots of layers so the first thing is basic level what's going on in the southeast of your home if we're going to go a bit deeper we look at your day master what energy is associated to the wealth and prosperity of your home 
and what's going on there? What's the timing? What sort of energy have we got coming on this week, this month, this year? We look at that. Then you can look at things on a more, well, you've got the intention, so you're clear with the intention. So then you look at things in perhaps a more detailed way. So we can feng shui our home to actually attract more wealth. So we have things known, so you've got a wealth corner or a wealth area, wealth sector. You can actually enhance that area. You can use, um, depending where it is, you can, so you, again, using the bagua. So if your particular, because every home is um, has its own natal chart. So, so that's where we get the flying stars. But if we're going to do it on a very basic level, let's look at the southeast and then let's look at that annual stars for 2023 because the wealth star is going to move around. Last year it was in the southeast, so we were quite we didn't go into it last year. We're going to go into it this year. This year it's moved. So the annual wealth star is now going to be found in the south. Is it the north? Okay. It's the south, sorry. Um, we've got good luck in the north as well. But then if we look at a monthly flying star, let's look at that, because this is where it applies to your business. So if you're lucky enough to tune into the monthly flying star in March to April, you're going to find if you're working in the west or, oh, the northwest, mm, can't really use that, then um, there's certainly some opportunities there. But you might find actually in April things really start to take off in the west and the northeast sectors so it might be you find if you're having obstruction in march you wait till april before you have a big launch funnily enough that's what we were talking about <laughs> we're going to launch our patreon and we're also going to we've got all the content prepared for our newsletter so it's been a hard taskmaster it's true. I have been very busy. If you would like to sign up to our free monthly newsletter, you can do so on our website. I think it's in the about section, but you just type in your email and then you will get the newsletter straight to your email every month. And there'll be lots of very exciting things on there. You'll have to you'll have to subscribe to find out. <laughs> um <laughs> And the, so the newsletter is free, isn't it? Yeah, the newsletter is free. Patreon, we've got four tiers we're working on. There's a beginner, intermediate, advanced, and VIP tier, and they are all going to be full of goodies from uh, from blog posts to recommendations for readings. Video Video, video tutorials, tutorials um, checklists Re for you resources. to go around. Resources, yep, that's another one. Mum's going to be doing monthly flying stars. There's going to be live Q&As on there. It's going to be crazy. Awesome. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. So that's something we're very much looking forward to. Um, that is going to come out in April. We're working towards April. So yeah. we will Wait, we'll we'll keep you all updated yeah, about the process. Yeah, because yeah, it's quite it's very exciting. Chloe's given me quite a lot to do, but it's I'm so, so excited about it because I think it's the every idea that she comes up with, she's like a little mini genius. She's um is she's expanding before our very eyes. <laughs> she's becoming the boss. I'm becoming so much of myself that Leslie has come out. <laughs> I really hope Leslie doesn't come out. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I quite put, like it when podcasters do a crazy voice because no, it's like, what it does Leslie box. look like? Does Does everybody know what we look like? That's a funny question, isn't well, it? So, actually, when are we going to put the videos up? I'm working on the videos. I'm working on a template for the videos, but my computer gets very unhappy when I do that. We but need to get a new computer. We I do. Promise you, I would we like do, a we new computer. That, that would be very nice, yes, because then I can do stuff <laughs> about my computer. Sound like it's going to 
explode. Yeah. Like the fan goes off and it's like, and I'm like, oh dear, that's not good news. And then sometimes it just crashes and I'm like, oh. Okay. I was actually, I, I was enjoying the work I was doing there. It's a shame, isn't it? It's all gone now. <laughs> well, highlight, we're going to get you a new computer. That's what mummy's are for. Thank now, going back Look to the wealth and prosperity. So spoiled. <laughs> Sorry. You are my pampered princess. I love you. I'm a pampered princess. And I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Thank you. I was waiting whisper, for that. Whisper, whisper, whisper. Okay, so how yes. do we how do we enhance? Oh, another thing. When looking at wealth and prosperity, what's the most, I would say, other than the Southeast sector, what's the most important factor of your home? What area should you be paying the most attention to? For wealth and prosperity specifically? specifically. Yeah. Um, the place, I was, the first place was the centre of the home. And then the next place Touching. I was going to guess, the second place was... Um, the individual place within everyone's own chart. <laughs> Where's that in the home? North. <laughs> no, east. No, west. No, south. No, 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 no. We said the southeast a few times. Thanks for taking that in. So the southeast east. on the bagua, but on in the home, do you think it's the bedroom, the kitchen, the bathroom? Oh, the living room, like the room, the study. Yeah. Where where would you office? think? Okay. Not everybody has an office though. Bedroom? No. That's romance. I would have said Kitchen. Yeah. No. Health. Toilet? No. Hallway? Where else? No. Where garden? No. Front door. Oh, that's not a room. <laughs> the main entrance of your home is the it's really important and it's the, the main threshold where people are going to enter and leave. It's the threshold of yin and yang, energy chain exchange. So it's where you leave your home when you're going out for the day to hopefully activate those opportunities for wealth and prosperity or whatever your purpose is of that day, to go to work, to create something, to be prosperous. So that's the energy you're walking out into. It's also the energy coming into your home. So the main entrance and the view of the main entrance, the lay of the land is is the one of the first basic structures, the first thing to consider. So when you look, open your front door, just front door rather, look at the view. What's what's what view do you see? Is it something that's very pleasant? Is it some? Are you on a hill? Is the energy, just imagine energy like um, a current or body of water. It will follow the, the contours of the land. So is the energy flowing away from you if, if you're living on a hill? Or is the energy coming towards you? Is there, is there a, a possibility that you're receptive? You've got an open door with maybe um, a nice uh, front garden that can contain the chi, receive the chi, embrace the chi. So you've got a beautiful open garden, maybe a nice curved path through that garden. Um, maybe that it could be a driveway. It could be it could be all sorts of things. But there's certain things we look at in land formation that's going to be more lucky than others. So if you've got an area at the front of your home and you can see a hill in the distance, and that hill seems to be directing energy towards you, then you're actually tapping into one of the schools of feng shui known as eight mansions. And everybody is going to have favourable and unfavourable directions in terms of eight mansions. And the first one, Shen Qi, depending on your date, uh, year of birth, will be something that ideally would be at the front of your home so that you've got good energy pouring into the home. There's no um, ugliness, there's no, say, um, fast-moving road exactly opposite you, there's no um, shah poison arrows, so tree trunks, telegraph poles, um, sharp angles, say corners of other buildings <coughs> directed at your front entrance, because they will cut energy and, and provide a more negative impact. 
But if you can see a beautiful view, if you can see an open space in front, maybe with a small hill in front or a bigger hill in the distance, if you've got water, jade belt in front. So and um, now in ancient times, the jade belt would be a water, so a nice meandering stream that was visible from the main entrance. In modern times, it could be a gentle road. What we don't want is a motorway or a fast road or a, a, poise, a straight line directed immediately opposite the main entrance because their cheese moving too quickly and therefore it's too extreme. We can't use it. We can't tap into it so easily. So there's certain fundamental structures outside that are important to consider when we look at our wealth and prosperity. In addition to that, we can look at our charts. So we look at our master element and we discover whether or not our master element is receptive to energy this month for wealth and prosperity. For example, as a metal person, you are incredibly receptive. Opportunities that come through right now, you will naturally align with. So you'll make more money this month or you'll have the opportunity to create more money. And any projects you instigate this month will generate more money have more longevity. Um, people that are earth, um, uh, yin earth or yang earth as their self-element, they prefer the water element. So they're going to have to wait a little bit or they they can consider days where the water energy is, is strong. So they can look at not just the year, but because let's not forget this is a water rabbit year. So I'm not saying all people with earth energy are not going to have any good luck in March. They will do but they're going to perhaps have better luck on the water days or the water hours. I would look more at the days and the months than the hours, personally speaking, because you have bigger effect, but you can still consider it. We do. If your self-element is um, a fire element, you're going to prefer metal for wealth and prosperity. So perhaps look at what's going on in the West Sector and look at metal months such as um, August and September, although September We've got a little bit of a thing to be aware of because it clashes with the year of the rabbit. And if you're, where am I? So we've done metal, earth, fire, wood. So if your self-element is yin or yang wood, then wealth and prosperity for you is going to be the earth element. So we know that that's around, but it's not so strong during March. It'll get stronger in April, and May, June, July is quite good. And who, have I missed someone out? I'm sure I have. Who have I missed out? I've done fire, earth, metal. Have I done water? I think I did. Mm. Water likes fire, uh, fire. So that's coming up May, June, July. And of course, period nine. <laughs> <laughs> so there's lots of different layers to consider. And it depends on how deep your knowledge and skill is and, and also how deep you want to take it. So on a first level, look at the southeast direction, but also during 2023, look at the wealth star in the, uh, the wealth star. In, I keep saying north and south, mixing them up, which is a click numpty thing. I can't help it. I'm a numpty. You're not a numpty. I'm not an empty. So the wealth star is in the south and the happiness star is in the north. So that's why, because they're both good. Mm. So for the north, <clears throat> we've got a lot of um, dynamic energy to do with manifestation. And period nine, actually, is a lot about manifestation and spiritual awareness and awakening. And actually, 2023 is about mystical arts and magic and um, uh, growing awareness. So we really are in a very exciting time for expanding our knowledge and turning in turning our intentions into actual reality and manifesting that. It's not sim in simple as I make a wish and it just appears. I wish it was so. There are stages that we go through, but feng shui is how we do it. And using feng shui to our advantage or at least aligning ourselves with the environment is going to maximize our effect or the effect. And also make you aware of the opportunities when they present themselves. You know, sometimes things come along and cross our path and we don't actually recognize them for what they are. We might see them as a minor thing, but actually they could be a turning point to change our lives. Things can change on a on a I mean, we've experienced that with G-Dad. I mean, things change. 
suddenly. And you, sometimes you just can't project it or expect it. It just happens. But with feng shui and bardzi, you can prepare and you can maximise the good stuff and you can minimalise the bad stuff. So I definitely, definitely recommend people to study it. It, I think it's, a, a, it, it's so important. And having that basic knowledge can actually put you more in control and, and, and help you balance the extreme energies that we all face every day. It's, it's a learning process and I'm still learning. I mean, I love studying feng shui. It is, it's so incredible and bardzi. And Chimen Dunjai. In fact, in the the Patreon, we were we were discussing that just briefly. But the Chimen Dunjai is is a, actually like having a magic genie by your side. It is what for is that? What's the so Chimen Dunjai is a type of feng shui that, or 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 it can be used in astrology. It's got so many different applications, but it's more of the spiritual side of things. So it's, it does look at your wishes and your your dreams and your inspirations, and it helps you align with them and amplify them in not strictly in the same way as changing your environment. That's feng shui, but using your mind and meditation and using your intention as a tool. So it's it's very subtle, but it is very powerful. And I've I've been studying it quite heavily over the last um, couple of years and it's it's quite extraordinary. In fact, you were asking me about case studies and I was a bit sort of like, well I don't want to let anybody, you know, my my customers, my clients, whatever, my friends, I don't want to really share their private information. But I can share some Chi Men Dun Jai case studies because it's it's mind blowing. You just think, how how can that be? But it, there's definitely currents of energy, a very high vibration that we can use right now, and they bring results. That sounds great. Well, let's stick a pin in that. Uh, we've got the resources now of the direction and the mind space of how we okay. want to have wealth. What so, about physical attributes? How can so we feng shui. So use feng shui is about physical attributes so so look at your main entrance look at the north and south of your home look at the southeast direction of your home first first step yeah look at how beautiful that is look at how much space you have look at the natural light is it, it are you able to expand it can you expand it with maybe mirrors which give the appearance of expanding the space can you enhance the area making the area uh, look not just clean and tidy, but can you enhance it with maybe living things such as plants and flowers? You have things that grow. So this is about energy pushing forwards, growing, expanding. Light expands. Keep the area well lit. So if your if your main entrance is 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 dark, can you sort of brighten it up a little bit? Uh, remove unwanted art, art. Don't have any clutter. Anything that's broken. Anything that's making the area feel oppressive. Clear it all away. Open it up. Make it more spacious. What about colours? Colours. Certain colours. Um, so some forms of from feng shui or schools of feng shui or teachers of feng shui they scorn colours. Personally, I don't. I I believe colours have their own vibration. So certain colours that are associated with yang energy include red, fire. So shades of red, pinks and purples. I myself am a fond pink wearer. Um, that is uh, energy to do with expansion, fire. So colours to do with fire, red, pinks, purples, oranges. Um, oh. Yeah, so um, um, gold and purple, a good combo. Yellow, um, sorry, purple and silver, very good combo. In, in fact, a lot of religious things, even Christianity, use that in, in their dress. So gold and silvers with the purples and reds, um, very good combo. Green, another one, is used for growth. And the southeast, let's not forget the southeast is the direction of the wood element. There's shades of green. South is fire, shades of reds and pinks and purples. The north is blue. Now, in feng shui, the water element is cl is closely associated with wealth and prosperity. So you could actually look at blues and 
I wouldn't go black, but shades of blue you could use. And blue is the water energy that will strengthen the southeast. Water nourishes wood. So I would also use blues in certain circumstances, depending on what they are. So if I had a home that was looking um, over, say, the southeast direction, then blue would blues and greens would be my go-to to enhance that energy, to nourish that energy. And I would use lots of plants. You could also have something known as a wealth bowl or a wealth vase. And I myself, even on my desk, I have a little one on a shell. Shall I show it to you? Can you see that? Very nice. Mum's holding up a little shell, clam shell with money in it. No, it's a scallop shell. Scallop. And this is an asteroid. This is Moldavite. Mum actually secretly works for NASA, by the way. <laughs> it's not such or a Or she's an alien. You take your pick. <laughs> and um, I keep that on my desk, in the southeast sector of my desk, because that's a way of micro, micro or making, scaling down um, the all of the bagua onto your desk. So today I've got my wealth and prosperity activated. I've got a candle in the northeast. It's activating that energy because when we did our meeting, I had some lucky stars there that I wanted to tap into. So these are all different paraphernalia of basically. Crystals. Yep. Hello. (laughs) What about? Do you know the difference in like crystals? Like, do more do one specific type of crystal promote health? So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and um, and I'm more I've than happy. I've got quartz to... on my desk. I've got clear very quartz. Positive. Clear quartz is very. Oh, Chloe, that's beautiful. You actually bought it, did I? God, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. That's really it's, gorgeous. Um, it's a cluster. The other half is in storage, but it looks very nice on my desk. And I've Honestly. also got this one, which is aquamarine, matches my ring. Okay, and I, I wear moonstone and aquamarine. Well, moonstone is associated with the emotions and um, the cycles of the moon. So, emotions. Moon's also I am very about emotional. Well, aren't we all? We're human. But the moon's also about um, hidden information, hidden knowledge. So, very feminine. So, um, it's not something that's very like um, obvious, like a fire thing is here, here, look at me, look at me. Moon is more subtle. So, mm. that means your knowledge is, you know, it's within, but you're not maybe proclaiming it to the world right now. So which ones um, are for more wealth? So for wealth, crystal, topaz, jade are my sort of go-tos, but clear quartz, very powerful. I mean, all did you know clear quartz is in all watches? Mm. It's, um, yeah. I actually picked up some quartz on the beach the other day in Exeter. Amazing. Mm. So some people are sensitive and they get the vibration of the, of the stone. Um, stone is, don't forget, stones are absorbent energy. So they will absorb the information through thousands of years since they were composed. So if you're in a room where it's a lot of um, very, maybe too yang or maybe because an angry energy, too, if it's too, too, too stiff and aggressive and even volatile, too much fire, then um, the wood, the stone, sorry, is going to carry that vibration. So there's things that you can do to cleanse it. Mm-hmm. One of the ways to cleanse crystals is um, through the moon, funnily enough. And yeah, you, um, yeah, so you basically expose the crystal to the moonlight and you can, if you like, cleanse it during a waxing, uh, waning moon and energize it through a waxing moon. So when the moon's going darker, you can cl- cleanse it, not just using water to wash it, that you can. In fact, some schools say put it in the ocean, in a little bag, wash it in the ocean. Some say bury it in the, at the foot of a mountain, and some say expose it to the moonlight. It, you know, use what feels intuitive to you. Take it to a sacred space. I mean, there's loads of places around the world where there's like like acupuncture points where this energy accumulates. So if you've got something like that nearby and it's not too much of a hassle, Take all your crystals there once a month and re-energize them. If you can't mm. be bothered to do it once a month, but at least do it annually and you can re-energize them. So you can put the crystals, among other things, in a specific place in your house to encourage well, certain but energies, just, yeah. 
with with the crystals just quickly can you if if you wear them is that encouraging wealth yeah because um because you're gonna everything vibrates everything has a frequency so if you start wearing crystals you're going to start to become you'll start to build a relationship with that stone and that stone's going to have its own vibration and association so things like say amethyst amethyst is known to um help people that drink lots of alcohol is is to 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 encourage them to be more stable and sober um there's also the greek mythology to do with diana and um and the, the the hunt and things like that so there's lots of stuff to do with crystals that depending on the individual and their knowledge and 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 with their culture there could be other associations but um for wealth and prosperity jade is a big one pure jade you can wear that and um it's, you can get beautiful carvings of jade that you can put up your person or you can put it in the home i love clear quartz because of its positive attributions I love topaz. That's one of the wealth ones. Citrine is another one associated with wealth and prosperity. If you feel that the area that you're trying to activate is heavy, then you can use maybe smoky quartz to absorb negative energy and then cleanse the stone on a regular basis. Another way of um, absorbing negative energy is actually to use a narrow neck vase and chi goes into that, but Mm. it can't come out easily. So you just drop a piece of incense and that purifies the chi i'm always one for using energy purification or cleansing on a regular basis because the world we live in we we can't avoid things like the news or other people's kind of um, feedbacks which can or just things happen in life that can have an imprint upon our own sense of well-being so by having uh, if you're sensitive to energy and the changes of energies by having crystals around you it gives you stability but also gives you an opportunity to do regular cleansing so that you can let go anything that's emotionally traumatic or shocking or or just things that make you feel bad then get in the habit of doing energy cleansing work. So crystals can help you with that because you can basically channel all your pain and woes into a crystal, take it outside during a new moon to cleanse it. You can wash it in the ocean, you can bury it if you wish, but certainly get into the habit of a a monthly cleanse. And every two weeks you've got the change in the moon. So you can use the moon as different cycles. When the, the moon's getting darker, so it's moving towards a new moon. This is a time to let go. It's a cleansing time. Let go of things you don't need. When the moon's getting lighter, it's a time of attraction. Put your heart and soul into attracting what you want, your intention. What is your intention? If your intention is for wealth and prosperity, then feng shui can help. But don't mix it up with all the chaos and crap that's, sorry, all the rubbish that's going on around <gasps> you. Because... Let's be honest, we're in the process of change. We're in a huge shift of change. Starting in 2017, it started to escalate in 2020. Right now, we're on um, uh, the, the speedy cycle. 2023 is all about speed and unexpected change. It also is about healing and creativity and growth. So massive breakthroughs this year. So don't be asleep, be awake, be a part of it. Use use your resources. If you if you feel an affinity to stones and crystals, then I definitely would recommend it. Definitely, and um, and areas of the home that would be particularly sensitive to that that I would recommend for twenty twenty three would be if your self element is wood energy, then you could even play around with crystals in the east and southeast. If you're a metal person such as you, I would avoid activating the Northwest because we've got a difficult star associated with misfortune. So let's keep the earth energy, including crystals, away from the Northwest sector during 2023. Just boycott it. Instead, look at the West. Look at improving your communication skills. Adding crystals to the West sector will boost your communication skills, connect you with the right people at the right time. We can look at timing. We can look at Tongshu, date selection for success days, open days, those sort of things. Um, If you're um, 
a fire person, then let's put some crystals in the south sector. Let's boost the happiness and wealth and prosperity. If you're a water person, the crystals can be quite good if you're feeling extreme, maybe over-emotional, channel that excess energy into the crystals. So you could play around with putting that in. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose you could in the north, but I would be more about using the fire element. But then if you put crystals in that as well as the fire element, in fact, I've been playing around with a, a, a candle company in the UK called Aurora, and um, she makes some really nice candles, and she puts crystals in them. She puts like a little oh, handful. Oh, I've seen of... stuff like that. Oh, honestly, Chloe, they're gorgeous. I'm going to order some more. I've been using the Harmony one, and it's beautiful. It's mm-hmm. really nice, and um, I've I I I really like that. So yeah, you can use crystals in conjunction with the fire element in the North Sector. That'll boost your prosperity, but also your happiness and stability. So, you know, there's a few little hacks there that we can tune into. What about things to avoid in... Well, northwest. Just the area generally. Is there any things that you should avoid putting in these areas? Yeah, fire and earth. That's it. Put candles and crystals. Yeah, no candles. No candles in the northwest. No crystals. In fact, no water features, no renovations, no tongshu banging in the wall. Just keep that area nice and quiet. Don't face it. You can sit in it. You can put your back to it. No problem. But don't challenge it. So keep that area nice and quiet and you'll be fine all year. Start mucking around. You will have side effects. Cool. Was there anything else to do with wealth? Um, well, keeping the, the area nice and bright. Having um, You can use symbols, so depending on your upbringing, culture, things that you associate with wealth and prosperity. So as I say, some people um, in feng shui, the water element is associated with wealth and prosperity. So some people use um, images of fish or boats sailing in. You can have that, have the image of the water sailing into the property, never away. If you use an external water feature, always have it to the left side of the main entrance, not the right. If you have it on the right, it's associated with infidelity and um, problems in the relationships. But keep it to the left with the flow of water coming into the property. That's to do with money coming in. Um, I like food dogs for protection. That's not really money, though, is it? What else can I think of? Um, if I think of anything else, I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. Well... That was a lot of information. <laughs> well, we sort of went off a bit on a tangent. It's that poxy Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? It was no, me. Chloe, no. Joe, my no. name's Leslie. It's not Chloe. <laughs> now, what do you think about a mini reading? I don't think we've got enough time. Okay. Fair dues. Would you like to tell me a joke? <laughs> I don't know any jokes. You tell me a joke. Wait, let me find I'm getting joke. hot. It's getting hot in here. Let me find a joke. All right, what do you want to hear a joke about? Do you want to hear a joke chocolate. about feng shui? Chocolate. Chocolate. <laughs> You're giving me chocolate. No, what's the joke about feng shui? All right, bear with me. <laughs> I'm writing this out from scratch. Okay. Why did the feng shui expert quit their job? Why? Because they couldn't align with their clients' expectations. That's daft. You're not wrong. No, no, let's do one about chocolate. I'm going to do another one about feng shui. Let me see. Why did the feng shui master go to the doctor? Why? Because his chi was out of balance and he needed some acupuncture chi. It's the way you tell them, Chloe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's my normal then. Um... Chocolate, chocolate, chocolate. In fact, did I tell you about the recent chocolate I've been enjoying? No. I'm on 65% of Dominican Republic dark chocolate. Did you know that dark chocolate improves your eyesight? Why did the feng shui expert recommend putting a chocolate bar under your pillow? <laughs> <laughs> Why? That's because it's a sweet way to attract good dreams and balance your chocolate chew. 
Oh my god, I love that. I'm gonna there use go. that. Can wow, we keep that? Finally. Finally got it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well okay, my whilst you're flower. enjoying your chocolate, yes. Mm. Um what can we tell everyone? You so we're gonna be doing our newsletter soon. You can sign up for our website, it's all free. It's gonna have lots of lovely resources from us. Mm-hmm. It's going to have uh, exclusive deals for our readings. It's going to have recommendations. It's going to have blog posts that mum's written up. Um, Chloe's making me do videos. I'm on a diet. Yeah, (laughs) with chocolate in mouth. (laughs) Um, 65% dark chocolate. Good for your eyesight. It's got copper and everything. You can sign up to the newsletter. You can find us on our Instagram. You can have a browse through the readings, see if anything picks your fancy. There's lots of topics from your birthday, so something like solar returns. Uh, You can do things that are on synergy between you and somebody else. You can have it for date selection. You can just have a general one. There's all sorts of things. And we are working very hard on the Patreon, which is very exciting. And I've also got some ideas for the website, so keep an eye out for all of the things. They are all coming to Premonition. Is that the right time to use that word? Mom doesn't know. (laughs) Anyway, um, thank you very much for sticking it out with us for another episode. This is episode 41 with... Us, all three of us, uh, got mum, got me, Mother's and Day got tomorrow. So, happy Mother's Day to all the mums out there, me included. And, is it Mother's um, Day tomorrow? In the is it just in the UK? I think it's just in the UK. I think they have another day in America. So, but shout out UK mums and um, and and mums all around the world. You know, we, we, we're good every day. Those we don't need one allocated mums, day. Child mums, cat, dog, all the pet mums. <laughs> all the mums. Sometimes people need to be their own mums. So let's just say it was just International Women's Day, but this can be a second one, can't it? Which is, um, this is sharing the love Mother's Day from me and you. Lovely. I share my love to you and to the world at large. Lush. So on that That's the note, power of chocolate. Yeah, let's let's let mom eat her chocolate after doing a lovely podcast, and I'm going to go eat some chicken. <laughs> I don't want to see your tongue <laughs> or hear your chair. <laughs> Bye. Bye, darling. Love you. Save Love some chicken. You. Bye. You're like the can. Wow. <laughs> Chloe's tired. I'm very tired. Bye. <laughs>